Hello, welcome to the Savage Southerner podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Paul H. And today we're going to talk all about... Star Wars. <laughs> it's been all over YouTube at the moment. I've been trying to... Everywhere in my algorithm, something or another pops up about it. And I am... I do like Star Wars. I know I talk a lot about music, but I'm... Basically, I like to talk about things that I'm passionate about. And I am passionate about films... Certainly good films, but then if films are then made part of a franch, a larger franchise, which kind of shits over the originals, that's when I like to stand up. I dare say there's gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of bit of hate and a bit of slack for this, but I really don't, don't care. This is just me putting my opinion out, you know, and that's all. And. Uh, if it makes people, if it makes people laugh, great. If it gets people angry, get over it. You know we can't all agree, right? I think one thing we can all agree on is that the original three Star Wars films that were made were awesome: A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. I haven't got anything bad to say against them three films. I lo- I, I do love them. I love them. I had I had loads. Of, it, it's, this is a painful topic to talk about, but I did have loads of toys and figures and. Sold them like a fool, but um, th- that was then, and this is now, and yeah, yeah, I did. I love the Star, the the, uh, the original Star Wars films that were made. Uh, it's a m- lovely mixture of like sci-fi and bit bit of fantasy. I don't, I don't think it's everyone's favorite, but I think I got a lot of love for Return of the Jedi because it um, they spend uh, like. I don't know, like, X, Y, Z of that film is spent in, like, um, the planet of Endor, which is essentially, like, when you look at it, it's like a forest planet. And one of the big things I used to do as I was a kid, I used to go out and play in the woods. Play the, you know, go out and play in the woods, climb the trees, you know, run around pretending you're well, um, Robin Hood or something, you know, <laughs> Sherwood Forest. And, uh, yeah, and the, and, and the Ewoks are, like, these little... What what you bloody well call them? <laughs> These fuzzy things that were that uh, lived in Endor and had a weird chub chub uh, language. There's people who can do much better than that, I dare say. But um, yeah. But uh, and and at, at Return of the Jedi. Oh, spoiler alert! I may as well. But at the turn of that, uh, Luke Skywalker, one of the principal characters in those uh, three films. There's three main principal characters, I would say, in those films. you got Luke Skywalker, uh, Princess Leia, and Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo's like a space pirate. Princess Leia, no, don't, let's not be fooled. She's by no way a damsel in distress. Saving Rapunzel, you know, <laughs> Princess Leia. She's actually a badass. <laughs> Rebel fighter, <laughs> rebel with a cause. So um, yeah, there's there's no there's no weak, feeble woman that you know can't stand on her own two feet. I mean, she kills Jabba. Spoiler alert: she kills Jabba the Hutt. Fuck's sake, you know. Um, yeah, in A New Hope, the only reason why she ends up giving up, uh, she does end up giving information on where the rebel base was. This is in A New Hope, but the only reason she done that was because she had Peter Cushion threatening to blow up her home planet, and he would do it. That's not his... <laughs> that's the actor, the actor. Um, and uh, I'm thinking anyone anyone would, would cough at that point. 
I mean, even, you know, and I'll say even Luke, because, yeah, Luke is made, like, one of the, 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 the if you like, principal character there. And I say, in Return of the Jedi, he's the last Jedi Master there is, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at certainly at that point in A New Hope, if it was him on there and they said, right, we'll blow up your home planet if you uh, don't give us this, he'd have coughed. He'd have given him the information for it because he's still, especially because he still had his uh, aunt and uncle. They were still alive in the first film. So if they were still alive on that first film and they said, right, we'll blow up the planet, it's going to kill your aunt and your uncle, he'd have coughed. I don't know if Han Solo would have done being like a space pirate, but his um, his his best mate is this uh, this Wookie, and uh, I, I don't I don't know what Wookie is, seven foot talking rug sort of creature thing. Yeah, but maybe if he was going to blow up the Wookie's home planet, Han Solo might say, "Okay, the rebel base is here." But uh, anyway, I digress. Yeah, come the come the point of Return of the Jedi, Luke is now like I just I sort of half just said he is now like the Jedi Master. Um, and uh, he looks so cool in that film as well. It's like he's all decked out in black. His um his lightsabers green. The lightsabers beforehand we'd only seen two colours. Now it's blue, and uh, which was Obi Wan's uh, lightsaber was blue. Uh, Luke Skywalker's father's original lightsaber that was blue uh, Darth Vader had a lightsaber and that was red, obviously red is the dark, you know, the, the Sith that's like the Sith colour <sighs> so yeah, yeah, anyway anyway, the point The point. what is the fucking point? yeah, Return of the Jedi is probably my favourite because even though he dies in it and that's, oh, spoiler alert even though he dies in it, Yoda is still in it and I loved the original Yoda because originally, I mean, you know, this is like the late 70s, early 80s, these films were done, you know. Puppets, you know, puppets and maybe a little bit of uh, special effects, but nothing crazy, nothing like CGI'd up the arse like later films were done. <laughs> you know, if, if it could be, if, if they could have done it on, like, on a real set in a real studio, that was what they did. And, um, you know, I mean... The uh, the Wookiee I was talking about, Chewbacca, that wasn't you know that was obviously that obviously got a tall man in it, but that was like a man in a suit, uh, a fluffy suit, and even even some and then and the robot characters in there, there are two main like robot characters, one's like an android one, so like human shaped, but again there's no CGI there, that's just someone in a suit. Um, I think and it was the same with um R two D two. Who was this little squat little uh, droid thing that like, wheeled along on two wheels either side of it? And uh, yeah, that was that. So that, I think that's why I, I think that's why I love them films as well. Because you know, yeah, you get some not normal special effects at feature bits added in there. They're not like actually in space, you know, shooting red beams at each other and shit like that. But you know the character Yoda, who is phenomenal. He he is like he is the Jedi in my opinion. He is like the granddaddy of Jedi. Um, well, he was a, it was a puppet. You know, Jim Henson had had a hand in those films, and it, and I mean, and I think everyone knew it was just a puppet being walked along by someone else. But 
it was still quality, the quality of it. And again, like I say, it's believable. It's believable that it could be done. A, the thing, a puppet is a real thing. You can hold a puppet, can't you? You know, you can pick it up, you know, and um, it can, you know, if so someone's controlling it, but they can move the arm so the arm of the puppet touches the arm of your shoulder. Not this puny matter. Um, so, real, real, something which CGI is not. Let's face it, it's just, it's fake. It's fake. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's why I don't like the films that uh, came after this. So yeah, anyway, I'm not going to waffle through the entirety of these uh, films because even though I'm spoiling, you know, I'm chucking spoiler alerts all over the shop here, they're still worth a watch even if you know what's happening, in my opinion, of course. Right. So, um, and yeah, so yeah, and what else about Return of the Jedi? Well, we see the Emperor in bad evil emperor at the return of the Jedi as well who um is like using the force lightning which is like you know like it's like thunder like thunder forks coming out of his fingers and he's uh crippling uh, uh Luke at that point uh but yeah long story short so that the, the Star Wars the, the original trilogy starts you know you got the people fighting against the Empire you got the the rebels, you know, like Princess Leia and her lot, fighting against the Empire. Han becomes comes on board when uh, Luke hires him with Obi Wan Kenobi to take them to this system to basic to find the princess and you know rescue her and whatever. It's quite funny though because when they get there, they're doing such a piss poor job of it. She picks up a gun off one of them and says, "Fuck it, one of us has got to save us." Um. And the as I say, character of Luke, um, and yeah, the, and it ends. I mean, the the idea the idea of this of these films is to bring an end to the Empire, so the world, the galaxy is going to be you know, in peace, and bring balance to the Force. Uh, I don't even know if I've mentioned the Force or not. The Force is basically everything. The Force is everything around us. And uh, yeah, the Jedi essentially have the ability to control the Force. Uh, they can you know, move things without touching them, read people's minds, control people's minds, and be uh, well, and occasionally fight with the lightsabers. But yeah, but come the end, come the end, Return of the Jedi, uh, the Emperor gets beaten. He gets thwarted. Uh, not by Luke Skywalker, as it turns out, but by the big, bad, monstrous uh, Darth Vader, who was like the uh, Empire's, the Emperor's right-hand man. But again, big spoilers, spoilers all over the place. Fuck it. Um, he was also Luke's father. <gasps> yep, yeah, we, yep, yeah, shock, horror. Uh, but yeah, so it's actually he ends up killing the Emperor in the end because uh, him and Luke had already had this great big uh, light, lightsaber fight, uh, and uh, basically it ends up in the end. In the end, Luke's got the upper hand, and you know he's like one or two lightsaber jabs away from killing, if you like, Darth Vader. But he won't do it. He won't do it because he knows once you go that to that point, you are now 
in the dark side, essentially. You were, you have become, yeah, you've basically become the dark side. So he refused to do it, and that's when the Emperor came over and started, like, chucking the electricity force, the force lightning on him, and uh, Darth Vader's watching it happen. But eventually, you know, that parental instinct kicks in, and uh, he ends up picking up the Emperor and throwing him down the shaft of this of this big fucking uh, Death Star. They made, they built another one, and that's the end of the Emperor. And that's how the film franchise should have ended. It did it, it, you know. If you watch those films, watch them films, right? Don't don't watch don't watch it. Watch those three films only, and then tell me we needed any more. We didn't need any more. It was done. The em- the empire was fucked, right? Beaten by the rebels. Peace to the galaxy. Because he um sacrificed himself. Uh, at the end, uh, he saw the four spirits, that's like the ghosts, you know, of Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and his father, as as his father was when he was still, like, when he was, like, you know, uh, a Jedi, not a Sith. And, yeah, beautiful, wonderful, done, sorted, good films, nice one, nothing else required. <sighs> so... 30 years later <laughs> the bloke who um who wrote them uh we'll call him George I'll go first names I'm not going to I don't want to name bomb everyone but um so yeah it's a man by the name of George George decided I think it's time for a prequel we need to hear the story of Darth Vader A no we didn't <laughs> obviously the big massive fanatics will want to know this history fine, fine, that's a good idea no, that's okay why did you wait 30 years to do them though? that's what it makes me kind of feel like it was a cash grab Is you know I mean there was a couple of things done after the big three films I mean, there was a couple of Ewok films which weren't much cough really I didn't mind the second one the Battle for Endor. I think it's because the guy, the, the bad guy in that was quite creepy looking. But, um, and they had this, this funny little fidget thing that, uh, ran around. It reminded me of, I used to have a, we used to have, one of our family dogs was a cross with a Jack Russell and a toy poodle. And there was something about this animal. It wasn't a dog. It was like one of this furry little thing that ran away and ran everywhere. It was really speedy fast. But it was quite funny. But still, you know, in fairness, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say it was a fucking award-winning film, but anyway, there, there there was a bit of milk in the cow after them three films were done. But why I why it just made me feel like the prequels were nothing more than a cash grab was the thirty-year wait. And if I'll be perfectly honest, I mean the script. I mean, a bad script. A bad script isn't necessarily a bad story, but there were holes in the plot, in my opinion. But um, what I'm going to do, because I've wet the appetite, maybe maybe I've wet the appetite, and you want to hear how I'm going to rant on the prequels, but not just the prequels. The prequels, in my opinion, were bad. When George sold the rights of Star Wars to Disney. Disney took a great big shit 
over the Star Wars franchise. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. I mean, like I say, you can get you could get away with doing prequels on the character of Darth Vader. His character is iconic, and it was him who killed the Emperor at the end. And being Luke's biological father, there must be something there that could have worked, and it was worth pursuing, definitely. But, like I say, for me, waiting 30 years to do it makes it feel like a cash grab. And, uh, like I say, pr sequels, we, don't, we didn't need any sequels. We didn't, there was no reason whatsoever for sequels. As I said, Return of the Jedi, the Empire's dead. The Emperor's dead. The Empire's not there no more, is it? Peace. Peace in the galaxy. Why do we need sequels? We don't. That's just the... That, that is just money. It's just money. That's what people needed. They wanted money. Um, I mean, maybe the prequels weren't a cash grab. Maybe that was 30 years of people saying, just give us a story. We want Darth Vader's backstory. And George just cracked and went, fine, shut up. I mean, I'm a, I've got four children, you know. I know what it's like to just go, fine, fine, have it. Um... But sequels, no, 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 that, that, that's, that's just money. And those sequels were bad. The sequels are so bad, I haven't even watched the third one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, to, to stop the internet getting overblown with uh, Star Wars, um, I'm going to call it a day off here now. I'm going to carry on ranting on Spotify, though. So if, um, if I'm not going to offend you too much shitting over the uh, prequels and the sequels to the Star Wars franchise. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. So I do hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. And like I say, hopefully I'll hear you'll uh, want to listen to all the rest that I've got to talk about on Spotify. Uh, but for now, that's it. So I'll uh, speak to you all later. Ta-da. Okay, thank you for staying on if you've decided to. And uh, I'm not going to hang around. I'm going to go jump straight into the George Lucas prequels to the uh, good stars of Star Wars films. They are, in order, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Now, I don't particularly like those films. Uh, one of the main peeves, I'll be honest, for me, is the overuse of CGI. It, it's just ridiculous. The amount, it's like every chance if it, you get to feel like every chance he could use CGI he, he did. And it's like, look, you made it, you, you found different places, different locations for planets before, and you know, use puppets instead of CGI. Because I think like, people will joke about it, but you can get more connection to a real-life puppet than you can to acting against a green screen. Uh, you know, and you're then going to be partnered up with that green screen later on with the CGI characters that have been in inserted. Or, like, jumping around a room just covered in a green screen. It's like, yeah, we'll make, we'll make a planet there in a minute. It's just, oh, ridiculous. Also, the, the fighting in the uh, uh, in those films as well I noticed there's a extreme use of all of a sudden all of the Jedi and all of the Sith are like you know 
gymnasts. It's like <laughs> it's like the no one spins uh, the sword without like one or two flips. And um, I mean, it makes sense with uh, the Phantom Menace. I'll give it that because the guy who uh, plays the character Darth Maul is actually a legit martial artist. So, you know. And uh, obviously that style and using a, a spoiler alert, and using a, a double-ended um, lightsaber, being able to spin around, doing some like, you know, tricks like that. Visually, for him to be able to like do loads like flips and whatnot, makes it like you know, visually that impact is massive. But it did seem a little bit ridiculous. Um, like with the battles against the other Sith people and whenever Jedi there's a big like Jedi attack in the Attack of the Clones film and it's like you see it just seems a, it gets a little bit carried away in my opinion but uh, yeah I'll give I'll give run throughs with these the Phantom Menace oh Christ well, we'll start off with Jar Jar Binks, and we'll just leave it there, shall we? I wish I could, but no, there's more. He's not even the worst part of the film. No, he probably is. He probably is. Uh, obviously, with the Phantom Menace, it, I mean, it's like two-thirds of that film, the Jedi are all just sat in this little chamber, chat around. It's, it's like watching the Houses of Parliament. It's just boring. They just sat there talking about, hmm... No, it's just, oh, it's just it's just boring. And the Yoda, my God, the state of the CGI Yoda in that. It's like they sort of tried to give him half of a puppet appearance, but it it's just obviously CGI. I mean, in the other two films, he he was at least he was at least the, the same shade of green. Um, but no, it was rubbish. It's ru a rubbish Yoda. Not not on at all. Not on. And the uh, the actor, the kid actor that um, plays Anakin, obviously as a kid. Um, I mean, you tr you you try your luck, I suppose, with child actors. But I've seen films with like you know child actors where it's been really good. But I don't know. It was just something in the way of this kid's voice came across. It just, I mean, I suppose the character of Anakin Skywalker being arrogant little fucker. That is his trait. It carries him through, probably got him to the dark side. But it's just something about the way this kid was like delivering his lines. You just felt like maybe they could have found a better actor for Anakin. In terms of plot, uh, one that uh, I, I I won't let them get away with this. When uh, when Qui Gon Jinn, one one of the Jedi's, the two two Jedi's that um are going to help to. The two Jedi's that are actually out doing any fucking work, uh, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi, and the rest of them are just sat down in their little circle. And yeah, that's all I can say. It's just rubbish. But when he's talking to the mum, because uh, he can, um, Qui Gon Jinn senses the the force around irritating child actor Anakin, and he uh, he asks the mother about the boy's father. And uh, the mother says there was no father, and I was like, "No, sorry. So what? He's Jesus Jedi? Is that it?" Oh, God. and I mean, they try and cough it out with like his um. Oh, it's it's the midichlorians. 
It's your midichlorian. It's like a you know, Jedi DNA, I suppose. It's your your, your midichlorian count that um gets you strong within the Force and all of this rubbish. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but his mum's a human. So what happens? Now I've got a theory. I've got a theory. There was an episode of Star Trek: Next Generation when this like this little light, which was it's like it's like some form of living being of source, but this light comes on. It goes onto the Enterprise, finds its way into Deanna's bed, somehow makes its way into Deanna. Whoa! Bit of X-rated. And she wakes up pregnant, and her birth, the, the baby grows like stupidly fast. Like she's only, she's only pregnant for like two days, and she's already full term or something like that. And I'm thinking, did he look at that? And possibly, I'm not saying he did steal that idea, but could he possibly have nicked that idea? But again, did no one at any point turn round and say, look, this might cost me my job. But how are we going to say there's just no dad? He, she just wakes up pregnant. What? What did a midichlor did a midichlorian materialize itself and decide? Yeah, this woman can carry the one who will. No, no, no I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm sorry, but I'm not. And uh, it's just and it's just full of irritating characters. I mean, you have got the members of the Jedi. You got the say the Anakin. He. He probably might not have been as irritating if it wasn't for the fact that it just comes across as really fucking irritating to me. Um, that Jar Jar Binks thing, they thought it's like, no. Who thought it was a good idea? I was racking my brains when I saw this film. I was like, what were they coming up with around the boarding table? Is this George just saying, right, they've been bitching at me for 30 years to do um, to do a sequel, to do like a prequel. So I'm just going to chuck in loads of shit and then it will shut them up and they won't want any prequels and then I'll sell the rights of Star Wars to Disney and they'll just crap all over everything. Um, But, oh God, no, no. And, uh, well, oh, irritating characters are uh, oh, this flying thing that um Anakin and his mum work for. He's just live a little bit. Oh, no, no, he's just fucking irritating. Because um, yeah, Qui Gon tries to do the Jedi trick on this thing to um say that this amount of money will be fine. You know they won't. What do you think of some Jedi trying to do some Jedi mind trick on me? And it's like right. So not only does this thing, this CGI'd thing, know about Jedi tricks because um this bloke's like waving his hand in front of him, but he's also got the power to dispel the Jedi's. Now this. This could <clears throat> work in theory, in theory, uh, because uh, apparently the Je Jedi tricks they work on the weak-minded or the easily manipulated. And I mean, I'll give I'll give them this. This thing could possibly he's obviously like <clears throat> some sort of shrewd bismuthy type creature. So maybe he's not that easily manipulated because the uh, we only deal in money. Um, oh, God, I hate that film. <laughs> Whenever me and my wife decide to do a Star Wars, Star Wars-a-thon, we don't get them in as much because of the kids, but uh, normally one, normally once a year we'll go through them, and I, I'm always like, can we just go through the original trilogy? 
We just go through a new hope, take past rocks back and return to the Jedi. Don't want to do anything else. But, um, no, we do. I end up biting the bullet and we go through them as well. But I'm, I'm giving the okay to, like, hiss and boo throughout the entire film. Uh, we will not be watching the Disney Star, the Disney Star Wars films a second time. God. Um, the, oh, no, it's fucking awful they are. But, uh, yeah, like I say, the other, the irritating thing about The Phantom Menace as well, like you saw in the pictures <coughs> before it came, sorry, I've suddenly got a bit of a tickle in my cough. A tickle in my throat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, um, you got this, this awesome image of Darth Maul, you know, he's got these, like this like black and red like striped face, he's got fucking horns, he's got double ended lightsaber, and we see him for about a total of maybe twenty minutes in a film which is over two hours long. And it's it's disappointing. It's disappointing. And even the final battle the, the final battle scene, which is obviously between him and the two Jedi's while that battle scene's going on there's also other uh, battle scenes going on. One of them is uh, uh, Queen Amidala uh, dealing with... Um, uh, I just remember them as the Viceroy. See, this is what I mean. This is how much impact these films have had on me. I can't... I can, I can only remember the shit bits. Um, so, th- so they're fighting with these Viceroy people. And then Anakin is in... A ship, and he was told to stay in that ship. And the ship comes along, and he's shooting like the baddies because he's obviously, you know, well, he's he's Jesus Jedi. He's got this, and he's shooting the things from staying inside the ship. I think at one point the ship takes off, and he's like, "Whoa, this is intense!" And I cringe at that. I'm like, "Oh, fuck off!" So yeah, the best part of the film is chopped up between two other battle scenes. So it's like it's just. So they're wasting the film. They're wasting what the selling point of the film. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the Phantom Menace that I can remember, is people sat around talking politics. The Jedi Council sat around telling what the two Jedi that are out and about doing any fucking work to do. And uh, when, you see, when you see Darth Maul, he takes the screen. He... Fucking awesome presence to him. And uh, there's the obvious... It's like, you know, you 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 could have smelt it coming a mile off the man who obviously... You know, this senator, Palpatine, who's... who's obvi- The problem is, he's obviously the emperor. I mean, when you watch the film, you know... You know it's coming anyway. But anyone who decides to watch them in chronological order, like watching The Phantom Menace first, you can tell straight away, it's like, there's something shifty about that Emperor bloke, though. About Emperor, the, um, that Senator bloke. So, yeah, that's The Phantom Menace. Um, Attack of the Clones. (sighs) Fuck off. Now, if Anakin was irritating in the first one, which he was, in this one, he's just, oh, shut him up. He's obviously, like, teenager aged now. Uh, decked out in uh, he's got he's pretty decked out in like black threads though, which is curious because every other one, every other Jedi, wears these like different type robes in this sort of like 
beigey type number. And for some reason, he's the only one decked out in black. But, um, I don't know, may maybe for whatever reason the Jedi thought, well, he could be the chosen... They, that, that was the thing, I, I suppose. I should have touched on that. Um, Qui-Gon did believe that um, Anakin was the uh, the chosen one who would bring balance to the Force. So he wanted to train him. Jedi Council said, no, he is too old. And end up... Spoiler alert. Qui-Gon gets killed by Darth Maul. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, young Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, says he will take Anakin as his pad padwan, um, which is basically his fucking apprentice. Um... So yeah, so there you go. I better up to date it there. I'm not going to go through it because I can't be fucked. I'm, I'm, I'm having most fun here just, you know, rinsing these films for what they were. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, everyone's more than welcome to disagree with me. Just, you know, don't be a dick about it. Um, so yeah, the Attack of the Clones, he's like a teenager now. He's arrogant as hell. Uh, George got one good idea though. You only get about five minutes of Jar Jar Binks screen time, like total. So I think uh, I think you, enough people got the message from the first film. Essentially, the main plot really behind this film is there's um there's uh, assassins after the um Queen Amidala character because she's back. Oh, and I didn't touch on it, but um, in regardless of the fact she's probably like, what ten years older than this um. In Anakin, well, she, definitely in the first film. <clears throat> I'm assuming in the second film she's still ten years up. Well, no, age is just a number, but you can't help but think it's in the back. You, again, there's too many. There's just too many little like holes in the too many plot holes. There, there's too many moments where you're going mm, really uh, to 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 not point it out. Um, so yeah, so there's, I say there's a threat on her life, and um, so the Jedi are there. They're basically gonna, they're, they're there for assistance if um, anyone does try and kill her. Um, again, as I say, the, uh, the the CGI in it is oh go away. Um, I say the the Yoda was better, it was more more of a acceptable shade of green. Uh, the one thing that does it niggled me a bit. It niggled me a bit. I'm not gonna lie. Was the uh, Yoda lightsaber battle? Now, see, I've always felt like Yoda is too strong to need a lightsaber. That you know, <laughs> that's how strong he is in the Force. But for whatever reason, because it it just looked ridiculous as well. Because um, he he lightsabers with uh, Christopher Lee. Now, Christopher Lee was probably the saving point for this film. Because he is Christopher Lee. <laughs> you know. You gotta give credit where it's due. Doth my cap to the man. And um when he lightsaber battles with Yoda, I mean I I've at least got it in the back of my mind that Christopher Lee has legit sword skills. From uh films he uh, two films he, uh, there's three films in actually of uh the three musketeers, the four musketeers and the return of the Musketeers, which was a wee bit later, but he was in that as well, and he had he'd had legit sword training for those films. So when he's swinging his lightsaber around, you know he knows what he's playing at. But I can say him battling Yoda, it just looks. I mean, Christopher Lee's not short; he's a tall bloke. 
And it's like, so the only way Yoda can, like, balance up against him with his lightsaber or become any sort of threat is for Yoda to be flipping around the screen like someone's trying to do a trick with a fucking yo-yo. And it, I say, it, it, it just looked ridiculous. Also, Yoda's got this, like, like, um, like Bruce Lee type style, little roar as he, I suppose that's him giving himself the effort to jump up, to have to jump up like fucking like six foot in the air to, you know, <laughs> see Chris, look at Christopher Lee in the eyes. But yeah, oh, no, I just, as I say, it's what put me off. It's what put me off. But um, well, I forgot about Anakin when I was talking about. <laughs> Not only is he arrogant, is fucking this film, but. Obviously, I touched as well. Like you know, there there is a romantic thing with him in uh, him in Padme, but but uh, before it before they get it on, so to speak, he has the most creepy fucking gives her the most creepy looks in the world. You know, it's the sort of look where you you phone your dad and say, "Look, can you come and meet me from the club? I know it's late, but there's there's a guy who's been trying it on all night." not saying anything, just standing in the corner and glaring at me like he wants to do more than buy me a drink. It's it's it's, it's uncomfortable. The funny thing is, there's actually a, a line in the film where she says, don't look at me like that. And he says, why? I find it uncomfortable. I'm like, too fucking right you do, love. Um, But then there's also, like, I would say, teasing moments in that film, like, like they have dinner. So one of the one of the plots here. I was talking about the assassins. Well, um, Obi Wan again. Another thing about this film. Again, throughout the film, near the end, it's like the last fifteen twenty minutes. All of the Jedi get involved, but prior to that, it's all Obi Wan and Anakin. It's like they're the only. Je- <laughs> it's like there's only ever two Jedi's willing to do any fucking work. But, um, yeah, the point. Um, uh, Anakin's job mainly is to look after Queen Amidala. Obviously, she knows him. Yeah, she knows him so well from when he was, like, fucking ten years old in the previous film. And she thought he was a cute kid. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's job is to go try and find this uh, bounty hunter who is uh, mainly trying to kill... Queen Amidala. I think it had them Viceroy. It was yeah, them Viceroy things were in it again. I'm probably calling them the wrong thing, and I couldn't really give a fuck to be honest. Um, where was I? Yes. Anyway, so Anakin takes uh, Padme to. Uh, they end up going back to her, the, the home planet where he was from. I think no, it isn't. It's her planet. It's her planet. But anyway, whatever they do, wherever they go, it's not important. <laughs> but they're having dinner one day. And obviously, she's already said she finds him staring at her uncomfortable. You can't blame her. Um, But they're having dinner, and she decides to wear this really low-cut top. um, One of those sort of, like, saucy numbers. And uh, it's like, all right, okay. Okay, fine, fine, fine. You know, wear what you like. But you know he's creeping after you, don't you? So at least, at least, like, have a bodyguard on standby. I mean, all right, the bodyguard can't do much against the fucking... Well, he wasn't a Jedi master, technically, at this point. He was just a Padma, a pad, Padwan, a fucking learner. Um, but, yeah, th- th- their romance is rubbish. And, oh, again, I, t- 
I mean, I talk about the CGI. This is the problem. The problem with CGI is just, it just, oh, it's too much. You just feel like this film's like over two hours long, and I'm watching 140 minutes of green screen. Uh, so, yeah, that that it doesn't appeal to me. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so you got Eric and Pervin after Padme. They end up doing oh the script yeah. Oh, there's a couple of scenes when Anakin's talking, and you're sort of like you're like God, who wrote this? Um, they're talking about she thinks she's talking about her planet, and he's talking about where he grew up and Tatooine, and it's like somehow the topic of sand gets brought up. And this is what I mean, fucking. They say romance is dead, and uh, I hate sand horse and it gets everywhere it's like oh so who wrote this it's like did george write this script because if he did you can tell he really didn't give a fuck or he didn't have a clue oh and anakin has this like vision of his mum in trouble so they go to tatooine their home planet and that irritating thing that he he and his mum worked for you know, Devon is only interested in money. Look at you now, you're all Jedi. What? Oh, fuck off. Well, he goes to see him to find out where his mum is because he had this vision of her in trouble. And he's like, oh, shit, I, I, I sold her. Well, he sold her mum to this farmer bloke who ends up, they end up getting married and blah, 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 and no one cares. So, so Anakin goes to find him and they were out doing something. And his mum got kidnapped by these, like, sand people. I think that's what they're called. Sand mercs, sand... Oh, whatever the, whatever the fuck they're called. It don't even matter, to be honest. Anyway, he goes to find his mother. And she's there. And she's dying. And they have a little reunite. They reunite long enough for her to say goodbye and die. And he gets, obviously, angry and emotional, overcharged. And he kills all of these sand people. And he has this scene where he's explaining it to Padme. And, God, it's bad. It's like, I I killed them. Oh, spoiler alert. I, I killed all of them. And, and not just the men, but the women and the children, too. They're animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. It's, oh, Mike, when you finish laughing about this film, about that scene... You can appreciate how shite it is. Oh, mate, no. What? Oh, another word I really don't like about this film is that we hit, we come across the word younglings. Oh, God. And a youngling is a child training in the force, up to become pad ones, I suppose. But it's just something about that word I find a bit cringy. But, I mean, like I say, the film's not without its bad things. I mean, I've mentioned the best thing already, which is Christopher Lee. There is a big better, there is a big Jedi battle near the end of the fucking film, which was good. Um, I mean, and of course, Samuel Jackson, I mean, he was in the first film, but like I said, like all the other fucking Jedi, he was just sat down in their little uh, group thing. But in this one, he actually is kicking ass. He uh, pulls out his lightsaber, which is like purple. It's like, oh, that's new. Uh, so that, that uh, so the big Jedi battle at the end was cool. 
because uh, they 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 are oh, they were doing some gladiatorial uh, way of killing off Obi Wan, uh, Anakin, and um, Padme. They had these like three <laughs> these oh, these CGI animals didn't make like star like starship troopers like look like a fucking Academy Award winner. Uh, and <laughs> so these creatures are trying to kill them. And of course it doesn't work, and oh, then yeah, all the Jedi come out and kick ass, and that is a pretty cool scene. I'll give it that. Um, so yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. But like I say, other than that, see, I think the problem with these films as well, uh, and the same goes for Revenge of the Sith. So I'll just say it now. But these films are too long, and because they're too long, in my opinion, you can't keep up the tension. There's just too many scenes where the tension in the film just fucking disapparates. Like I say, that, like I say, the first, like Phantom Menace, they're, they're sat around talking bollocks for half the time. Then there's tension, and then it goes. Then there's tension, then it goes. Then there's tension, then it goes. Then there's tension, but the tension's all fucking CGI. And like I say, the very end, that I will give full credit to the epic battle between Qui Gon Jinn. Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul. That was fucking awesome. Christopher Lee versus Yo... Oh, well, well, Christopher Lee versus... Um, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. That was cool. That was cool because it was believable. Because, again, human beings, real-life things... I mean, I joked with a friend of mine. They said the only other way they would make Yoda fight in a work without CGI would be just to throw the puppet around. But that's what it fucking looked like, watching it. It just looked like they were... Because <laughs> it just looked like he was fucking zooming around. They're like, well, how else would he realistically fight? Yeah, because he wouldn't unless he was fighting something his size. There's no way of making it look cool. I mean, you flip once or twice to show... That's pretty cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, you got you got some skills. But if all you're doing is flipping and twirling in the world, it's just sort of in the air... It's just like, this is boring. And again, they try and make it comical by chucking in the while he's doing it. But again, it just it just looks shite. So yeah, the, again, the yeah, the length of the films. There's too many pause moments. But yeah, that's Attack of the Clones. I mean, are there are there good thing other good things about it? Maybe, but it, it's it's just it's too hard. To cut out the reality from the CGI, with most when like you know ninety percent of your film is CGI. Um, so yeah, I mean there's a there's a cool thing where now I can't I I'm, I'm if it's Boba Fat or Jamba or Janga Fat, I'll get him I get him mixed up. But um yeah the uh, um the uh, bounty hunter that was after Padme because like I said. Obi-Wan's job is to follow him. He finds him and they're making clones. Attack of the clones. The clue's in the name. And uh, they're clone. They're doing clones of Boba Fett. Uh, but he wanted one clone to not be... Uh, his age not to be sped up. Basically, basically, he wanted a son. You know, to go along at normal human age. And uh, the future down the line. He is in the uh, the decent films later. When there is a bounty out for um, Han Solo, 
but yeah, for now the the link, but the link is yeah, yeah. He's the um, the, he's what they're cloning. Uh, and it's, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of again. I want to say it's a cool battle, and I suppose it could be. Yeah, I if if someone can tell me that the spaceship that they're fighting around is real, then I'll give it a little bit of elements of cool. But the planet couldn't be more CGI'd than if you were just watching them, like, you know, make it on the computer screen. <sighs> but, yeah, like I say, what, again, it, what, it's, it lets me down on a lot of sci-fi, not just Star Wars, a lot of, um, a lot of any films, really. But with sci-fi, because people are sort of like, well, how can you make realistic in space without CGI? It's like, but they would, they'd done it for years. For years they made it work. I mean, I might do, I might do a skit on um, sci-fi films maybe later. Sci-fi actiony films. Like I say, I know music's my main passion, but I am, I am into my films as well. But uh, yeah, anyway, the point. I'm drifting. The, yeah, the the abundance of CGI. It's just, it's just, it's not real, is it? And the and the thing is, you know, it's not real. You can't look at it and for one think think to yourself, hmm, I wonder what location they filmed that on. It's like they filmed it in front of a green fucking screen, you turnip. Um. Anyway, moving on. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, at this point, Anakin's grown up a bit more. Um, him and Padme are married. Padme is pregnant. <laughs> it's very funny when he when she tells him. He's sort of like, "That's, that's wonderful. That's that's wonderful." It's like, "Yeah, is it? Maybe it is." But I, but he he's having weird dreams again about Padme being in trouble. Oh, which links him into going to the dark side. Oh, and that senator I told you about. In this film, he he may as the film may as well have started with in a galaxy far far away. Just in case you hadn't guessed it. Senate, the Senator Palpatine actually turns out to be the Emperor Palpatine and he is indeed a Sith Lord. We foreshadowed it just to give you a clue but now he pretty much tells you from the opening of the fucking film because he does. There's a scene and again a thing I don't, I don't like what they do to Christopher Lee in this film. I mean yeah okay his character is a Sith Lord so they're probably going to kill him off somehow anyway but I still didn't like it, but yeah, he does die. I mean, he again, and it's fight. He's fighting Anakin, and he's fighting Obi Wan. And again, I talk about Anakin's arrogance, and it, there's something about the voice. I don't know if it's the way they, the way they told him to talk, but it's really irritating because when they meet up and they're sort of like doing their walking in circles, like Western style, it's sort of like my powers have doubled since we last fought, Count. Uh, they called him. Oh yeah, Christopher Lee's name in this character is Count Dooku. Ah, that's one thing I like about that. They put the name Count in front of it because obviously he is famous for playing Count Dracula uh, throughout the Hammer films. So uh, maybe that was in their mind when they called him that. Maybe it wasn't. But either way, it's cool that he's called Count Dooku. It's just the way he goes. My powers have doubled, Count, since we last met, Count. Good. Twice the glory. Uh, what is it? Um, Double, double the glory, twice the fall. Something like that. Something so cool. Such a Christopher Lee response. Uh, but yeah, he, um, he, he, 
he beats the arse out of uh, Qui-Gon, knocks him out, using a bit of force to something, fell and landed on his head or something like that, I think it was. But anyway, obviously, Anakin overpowers him, and he's now got, he takes, gets his lightsaber off him, he's got two sabers, like, doing a cross, crisscross around his neck. And, uh, of course, Senna's like, good, Anakin, good. Kill him. Kill him now. And he's, I would certainly like to. That's Anakin, by the way. And then, obviously, Palpatine goes, do it! And, yeah, he decapitates him. And, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe I'd have, I might have preferred it if someone else had killed Dooku. So, like, if you're going to kill off Christopher Lee, make it someone with substance. But, obviously, the idea of these prequels was foreshadowing Anakin Skywalker into becoming Darth Vader. So, I couldn't not expect it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, from off the bat, them saying he is a villain. He is the villain. It just felt a little bit like, well, when we find out later on in the film, it's just sort of like, that's not a shock. And another thing about him being so obviously a villain, uh, obviously, like, well, maybe not the biggest and baddest in the world, but the fact that they didn't twig, there may have been some dark force within him. Because this is the bit that, gri that gripes me. Because uh, uh, during these three films... There's loads of Jedi around, you know. There's like a whole council of Jedi. And it's like not one of them noticed. I mean, they know they didn't like his control. They didn't like the fact that he'd been in power for so long and uh, the control he had over the Senate. That was it. They didn't like the control he had over the Senate. And it's just sort of like, surely you must have noticed. One of you must have noticed something a little bit more fishy than that. They let me down. They let me down. Yoda let me down. George let me down by making Yoda let me down about that. Because um, you know, throughout the when you see when you meet Yoda in um, uh, da -da -da -da, Return of the Jedi. Well, you know, Return of the Jedi. Um, when you meet him in the Empire Strikes Back, you're sort of like, now nah, he's nobody's fault. This guy, well, guy, bloke, man, not really a human. How do you put it? This this person. So this person knows it. You you, could, you can't pull the wool over his eyes. But it's like how how didn't he notice? I mean, I think I think he could tell from the beginning about there being something tricky about Anakin, because uh, his initial excuse was him being too old to do the um to to do the trials for being a pad a padawan to a Jedi up to a Jedi Master and all that bollocks. But no, the, the fact that none of them noticed was a letdown. Um. Oh yeah, I say Anans, Anans, Anakin's arrogance is still there. They they make him a member. Oh, how is it? What do they do to him? They make him a Jedi Master. He becomes a Jedi Master in this. Oh no 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 no! He doesn't. They make him a member of the Jedi Council in this film. But they do not give him the rank of master. How can you do this? How is this your opinion? This is unfair. It's never happened before. It's like, deal with it. It's like, Obi-Wan says to him, he's like, to be a member of the council at your age is a great privilege. It's never happened before. Your time will come. And uh, they give him this job to basically keep an eye on the senator. Uh, so they obviously know something's going on. But I mean, when... When Anakin finds out 
spoil I've spoiled everything anyway, so I don't fucking care. He does obviously find out that uh Palpatine uh is a Sith Lord and he tells one of the Jedi members he tells Samuel L. Jackson's character and when he does it's like a Sith Lord the shock is like, How are you sh-? it's like, what did you expect? Do you just think he was some crooked politician? Maybe. I mean that's not you know <laughs> That's not exactly a long stretch of imagination. He is a crooked politician. But along with that, did you not think there was more to it? Uh, but clearly not. Uh, but but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, him being... Uh, the, the, the Jedi not noticing was real. Was, it was just disappointing. Uh, what's positive about this film? Lightsaber fighting. Yeah, him, him and... Uh, Again, right near the end, right near the end of the film. When I suppose they've got to do that, we want to keep the audience poised. And it's like, yeah, but fill it up. I mean, there's a little bit of action at the very beginning because he's rescuing um, the Emperor from that fucking ship. Uh, Oh, there is a cool fight with Obi-Wan Kenobi and this robot thing with, like, four arms called General General Grievous. Who talks a bit like this? Uh, oh, he's CGI, by the way. And a can skywalker. I expected someone of him with your reputation to be more older. Oh, so I'm chucking in a few quotes because it's right. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, well anyway, well, I, and again, the fight Obi-Wan has with him would be fucking awesome if it was real. I mean, you know, I mean, humans fighting. Not one human fighting against nothing. But him and Obi-Wan have a lightsaber battle near the end. And that does kick ass. And the best thing about that battle, Obi-Wan does him. <laughs> he has the higher ground. You doubt my power. Oh, fuck off, Anakin. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, well, at this point, he's become... Uh, yeah, long story short, because I've... It's getting sick. Uh, yeah, long story short, he does find out that Palpatine's the Sith Lord. He tells Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson and another couple of Jedis go to take him in. Uh, no, no. He whips out his lightsaber. And uh, he's obviously got skills. Kills off two of them. Samuel L. Jackson's character's kicking his ass, And... Uh, He's going, help me, to Anakin, because he wants Anakin to kill Samuel L. Jackson, so he will uh, continue to live. Because he tries to use that force lightning stuff he done on Luke Skywalker in the decent film, but he um, re- uh, rebounds it with his lightsaber, so he's, uh, like, frying himself. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, but Anakin's already confided in him. He's had these dreams about Padme dying in childbirth. And um, he tells him the story of Darth Plagueis. He tells him the story of this Sith who was so strong within the Force he could, you know, d- defeat death. You know, basically, you know, sort of thing. Stay immortal, sort of thing. Stop people from dying, basically, long story short. And he says, is it possible to learn these powers? His, and, you know, Palpatine's response, not from a Jedi. And this is before he tells him he's a Sith Lord. So I'm go- I know I'm going all over the place, but this is the thing. When I get too carried away, I do. I will jump and falter and, you know, digress. 
So yeah, so he knows he's a thing. He wants he helps Palpatine because he knows if he goes to the dark side, he can give him the power to save Padme. So he stops him, and uh, he chops off um he chops off Samuel Jackson's hand. That's it. And then Palpatine like you fries him with the force and sends him flying out the window. And after it, Anakin goes, "What have I done?" And then he gets up and puts his hood over so he looks like, you know, exactly as he looks in the good films. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's like, you are now my apprentice. I will teach you the ways of the dark side. From now on, you will be called Darth Vader. Yes, my master. And they got this plan. He's, he's got this plan, Order 66, which is to kill all the Jedi. So while the Jedi are out fighting, he sends off these, um... Because, yeah, the, the clones from the, the clone film, they actually were on fighting for the Jedi on the good side. But there was, like, some sort of, like, program in them that as soon as uh, the Emperor or executes Order 66, they, obviously, they, they turn and then they go for the Jedi, you know. That basically, that basically flicks their switch and turns them into evil. And uh, they go killing all the Jedi people. Uh, and his... Uh, <laughs> Anakin's first job was to go to the temple and to kill all the Jedi, all the remaining Jedi in the temple. Uh, which happens to include the younglings. <laughs> that word. I don't know what it is. There's something about that word. It just It's, it's a bit creepy. So anyway, so he goes there, kills them. You don't see it. You just see him put out... His, you just see him... Light his beam, and this child's there. Oh God, Master Skywalker! There's too many. What are we going to do? And you're like, well, you ain't gonna do nothing, mate. He's gonna fucking kill you. And uh, yeah, he does. But anyway, anyway, the the point is, he's now he is now Darth Vader. He's on the dark side. Um, he sends him off to the planet Mustafa to kill them Viceroy things. They're still in it, them two Viceroy members. And they go to... They they go to the... Obi-Wan goes to go to the temple. Someone goes to go to the temple. I can't remember. See, this these, this is the problem. These films are so forgettable. You just remember snippets of it. But um, basically, him and uh, Yoda. Y- Yoda escapes his attempted assassination, and uh, Obi Wan escapes his attempted assassination. They meet up with someone who tells them that there's been an attack on the temple, uh, the Jedi Temple. Um, yes, yeah, so, and uh, Obi Wan and Yoda eventually fight their way through, and they decide to. Obi-Wan says he has to have a look on the security cameras to find out what happens. Yoda's there. Yoda's like, if you do that, only sadness you will find. And uh, he's like, I must know the truth. And, uh, yeah, he sees that um, Anakin killed them all. And uh, <laughs> before that happened, they go in there and <laughs> like the, it's like one of the shittest lines in the film. like, not even the younglings survived. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, yeah, but then he sees that it's Anakin that's done it all, and um, Yoda essentially says, you know, it basically 
it's down to you. But it's, yeah, it boils down to it's down to him to stop Anakin. He's like, Anakin's like my brother. And Yoda finds like a spiritual way of saying, fuck it, you've got to kill him anyway. But you've got to stop him anyway. And because he knows the only way you're going to stop him at this point is to kill him. So, um, yeah, that's that. And uh, Yoda goes uh, goes to find um, Palpatine. And again, y- Yoda lightsaber fighting against someone human-sized. It just looks so silly. Because, of course, people are going to say, well, the only way he's going to be able to fight with him is if he jumps around. Just like, yeah, and it looks shit. <laughs> and 100% unrealistic. So I'm, not, I'm sorry, I mean, I, I like like swords and sword fights and that. And in, unless you can sell it to me as being half realistic, um, I'm not going to approve. <laughs> I'm not going to approve. You know. So, um, yeah, no, rubbish. Uh, Palpatine ends up getting the, getting the uh, upper hand on him. Yoda falls off one of these... The, they're in the Senate, that's it, yeah, they're, they're sabring in the Senate, of course they are, where else would they? He falls off one of the, he falls off one of the platform things, and then uh, Palpatine uses the Force to send down some of these, like, these seats where, you know, where the, where, where Senator whoever or whatever stands on to give their little speech, and he's throwing all of them down to him, and Yoda's moving and dodging and diving, ducking and bobbing and weaving, and he grabs one of them and sends it hurtling back. Well, he doesn't grab it. He uses the force to stop it and then starts spinning it. You know, again, using the force. He's not touching it. Then sends it hurtling back up and um, knocking Palpatine on his ass a bit. But he gets up again, like, quite easily. And uh, I didn't like that. I thought, they. I thought, no. I, I thought in my heart... Yoda would have had the strength to stop him. You know, the force strength, nothing else. But, uh, yeah, he ends up getting ca- getting picked up by the bloke that saw them getting attacked. Uh, he, the bloke that reported about the um, Jedi Temple uh, issues, he, fi- he basically picks up Yoda in his little starship. Yoda's into exile, I must go. Failed, I have. And I didn't like George for that either. It's like, why, why do that? You know? Now oh, where the fuck was I? Oh yeah, Obi Wan's going after um Anakin and the planet Mustafa. Long story short, they uh, they throw down. Uh, they have this great big long epic uh, lightsaber battle that <laughs> goes on forever, and it is good. You know, I mean, I I, I can't get. I'm never gonna like too much CGI but you know there there was probably enough didn't do much but anyway you know they were on like a lava planet so it, it did it did look cool and uh, like I say in the end what I was always perching on about uh, earlier I have the high ground and uh, Anakin goes to jump anyway to get uh, you know basically to continue the fight and Obi-Wan lightsabers his legs off and then he lands on the floor and Ah, he's in pain, and then, and then Obi Wan's talking. You were supposed to be the chosen one. You would bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. Whilst Anakin's on the floor, going, "I hate you." 
And uh, anyway, everyone picks up his lightsaber and fucks off. He uh, he's falling down into like the lavery bits. They get him and he ends up on fire. And then somewhere <laughs> in a planet far, far away. Well, you know, some other, some other fucking planet. Um, the Emperor's like, I sense Lord Vader is in trouble. Uh, anyway, so he, so he finds him and um, Padme. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, you, you can still watch these films because I'm missing out loads of fucking bits, aren't I? <laughs> but, yeah, but um, Padme was on the way to Mustafa and uh, Obi-Wan basically stowed on the ship. So she went there to see Anakin. Anakin told... Um, Obi-Wan told me that you'd killed younglings and... Uh, no, we'll just have a bollocks to start talking about. And then he puts the force choke on her when he sees uh, Obi-Wan coming out of the ship. So, anyway, so, so Obi-Wan's... You know, all but killed uh, Anakin. Well done, mate. Uh, takes uh, Padme away to the doctors because uh, you know, you know, the, the space age doctors. She is pregnant, they say, which obviously everyone knew. Um, Anakin's the father. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, she she's like, there seems to be no, there's not, not. No, nothing wrong with her, but she is dying. But well, that's something fucking wrong with her, isn't it? She's dying. Anyway, she she gives birth <laughs> in the most unrealistic <laughs> labour ever. My, my wife, my, my wife does make me laugh when she when she sees her give birth. When she, she, she's like, she's not giving birth, so it's never that easy. And uh, I was there for all four of my kids' births, so yeah. Um, well, I can't say it was e easy or not because I wasn't pushing them out. But let's <laughs> just say she didn't make it look that, unless these babies were like fucking minute. Anyway, that's a bit graphic. But uh, yeah. So anyway, as she brings up the bo the baby the babies to her, she <laughs> it's a bit cheesy. It's like she's got enough energy to name the babies before she dies. Spoiler, Luke. Lupa, Lupa, brings out the other one, Leia, and then she dies. Uh, Senator Organa, I think that was his name, the bloke about the, the, the temple, the one who picked up Yoda when Yoda had failed, I have. I think his name was Senator Organa. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just start splurting out things I remember, but um, I, I might have got it wrong, I, I don't know. Anyway. They've he's him and his wife have wanted a baby, uh, a girl, for so he was like, we'll take the girl, and uh, Anakin was like, oh, what about the uh, Obi was oh what about the son the boy like Yoda Yoda obviously the great had a great idea, take him to Tatooine, because uh, that you know in the second film that that farmer that uh, bought Shimmy and ended up marrying her and that well he had a he had a son, his uh, uncle. Luke's uncle. So you see how, how it all turns around. That's how Luke. That's how Luke ends up on Tatooine because they get, he gives him to his uncle and his girlfriend, and uh, so that's how that lets up. Now, I know I said one of the worst things was not even worst quotes was not even the youngling survived. It actually wasn't. I don't think uh, my wife is in agreement on this one. The worst quote comes after. <laughs> Darth Vader, uh, yeah, um, the um, fucking the Emperor goes and gets Darth Vader, takes him to like this lab where they're sort of like putting him all back together, 
Oh yeah, so while while Leia's giving birth, they're putting like Darth Vader back together, with, like making him like half robot and half man. Anyway, all that shite. Anyway, and and <laughs> he's on this thing, getting Frankenstein put together on this table, and the table comes up. So he's like, you know, standing upright, and he's still got these like um. <laughs> it's it's so bad. He's got these like you know these restraints on his ankles and round his wrists, and he comes to, and now he doesn't sound like Anakin anymore. Now he sounds like James Earl Jones from the first, you know, the guy who was um, uh, the voice of Darth Vader in the first film. <laughs> oh fuck it, just even talking about it, it's so bad. Um, <clears throat> he's like, my master. Where is Padme? <laughs> and he's like, it appears in your anger you killed her. Some fucking with that. No, that's not possible. She was still alive. I mean, even a bad script. You've got James Earl Jones saying it, so you can get away with it. He has got a voice you listen to, you know. But anyway, so having heard this bad news, he slowly breaks of the restraints. First go the wrist ones. Then the ankle restraints. He takes a big breath, and we see Darth Vader go, No! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking cheesy. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. That's my breakdown of the prequels. Oh. As I say, I I think to be fair, they had the potential. I think they had the potential to be better than they were. They remind me of Alien versus Predator. Now that had, I mean, the script for that, you know, the plot for that, that that had the potential to be a great film. And I I don't know if it, I, probably possibly the acting was a little bit fucking shite, but it it wasn't as good as it could have been. And um, I feel the same way by this trilogy. I feel like they, like I say. They could have been done, but it would have been nicer if they'd have been done sooner. I mean, I'm not like a massive Star Wars fanatic. I know there's loads out there. I'm not a, it's like Star Trek, like Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie and uh, I'm not a Star Wars fanatic. You know, I like the pro. Well, you know, I liked the original films. It's like with um with Star Trek. I'm quite I quite like uh, I like Next Generation. I think that's because it was more my um. My, my age group uh, when it when it was like released and that you know I could understand it more you know the original Star Trek was like in the 60s I do like the Star Trek films the first one was a bit boring but the second one you know they brought in Khan which was cool but uh, anyway I, I, I digress so yeah those prequel the prequels telling the story of Darth Vader I like the idea on paper but the way it was put out, I just feel like it was weak. It was weaker than it could have been. But th there you go. There you go. I haven't seen that. There, there's um there was an animated series done of it, which was sort of like in the t which filled in the time gap between the Attack of the Clones and the Revenge of the Sith. That a mate of mine who's a big Star Wars fan, he did he suggested giving it a go when my kids were take when my boys were taking an interest into Star Wars 
he said, "Oh, you gotta let your kids watch this." I mean, him and he, he's a he's a big he is a big Star Wars fan. Um, <clears throat> and like I said, I'm 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 borderline. I'm 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 as there with Star Wars as much as the first three films that were made were fucking amazing, and I'll. I'll heartbreaking subject to bring up and I had all the toys and had an operative word moving on I've got some Star Wars Lego now but uh, oh <laughs> it's quite funny it was, my missus is like they, there's, so you can get the um, Millennium Falcon now uh, with the new characters from the sequel Star Wars film and I'm like no <laughs> if you're going to get me a Millennium Falcon it has to have characters from the original three films. I don't want the old Han Solo with it. With um, this BB-8 thing. I'll tell you about that in a minute. It, with, with BB-8 and with Ray, And no, I, I want the original. I want a Millennium Falcon. You know, from... Which is based, set in uh, A New Hope. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Revenge of the Sith. Please. But uh, anyway, anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. Like I say, I'm I'm big fans of the first three films. Uh, I had the toys. I still got some Star Wars Lego. Uh, I never, but I never got. I never delved into it further than that. If I'm honest, I've just you know been a watcher of the films, and I did like them. I watched them prequels. Like I say, I think they could have been better, and they had their moments. They did have their moments, but. I think they made the film. I mean, that's the other thing. the uh, The original films they were shorter, you know. I mean, back back in like late seventies, early eighties. I mean, it's not unheard of for there to be like really crazy long films. I mean, the Godfather films. Uh, we'll talk about the first two because the third one was shite. But the first two films were like three hours. I think the first one was just under three hours, and Godfather Two was like three and a half or three hours twenty or something like that. So it wasn't unheard of for there to be long films. But the original, I I think they, I, th I don't think any of the original trilogy went over two hours. Whereas the uh, the prequels, the, the, they they did topple the two hour mark. And there was just too many times where nothing much exciting was happening. So yeah, that's my, that's what I say, that's my take on the prequels. Now, in terms of the sequels that uh, they done after, after George sold the uh, rights of Star Wars to Disney, uh, Disney decided to make some sequels. Now, like I say, I said it before. I'll say it again. I'll repeat it because you know, just to <laughs> drive home my personal opinion. The Return of the Jedi ended the story. You know, the idea behind the stories were, from the beginning to the end, was to bring an end to the tyranny of the Empire. And the way of doing that, well, the best efficient way of doing that, obviously you kill the Emperor, you cut off the head. Um, everything fell behind. And that's that. And, uh, okay, there's, a, there's n that we are aware of. At the end of um, Return of the Jedi... That we are aware of, there is only one Jedi Master left, and that was Luke. Obviously, we discover Luke and Leia are, in fact, brother and sister. So, Leia, 
is uh, strong within the force as well. Obviously, Leia and Han sort of are now together, and uh, they have that big party uh, on Endor in the tree houses with the Ewoks, and it's cool. It's a cool ending, and you, I think, watching that, I was sort of like, how fucking great is that? How great is that? Uh, and so Disney decided to make sequels. Oh, See, straight off the bat, how do you do it? Well, of course, uh, the Empire are now called the, the New Order, it's called. And it's sort of like, yeah, this New Order looks a lot like the old Empire. <laughs> or is it just me? They look a lot like um, Stormtroopers. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Oh, God, it's so fucking awful. Let's say, um, of the trilogy, I have seen the, I've seen two of the trilogy, and I refuse to watch the third of that trilogy, and I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, the first one is The Force Awakens, which essentially... Uh, it, it, a lot of it feels like a rehash like they take they took a lot from a new hope and uh put it in there Because, uh, i mean the, the again the principal the uh your luke character if you like i'm going to call it that cuz it's pretty much what it fucking well is um there's uh i believe i believe she was like a scavenger or something uh called uh, called ray uh oh fuck <laughs> this is this is how bad it is. See what where it sounded good. The good part of this film, which I thought did sound interesting, was that there was uh, a member of the First Order who was a stormtrooper called Finn, uh, who was seeing how bad it was and wanted to you know get out of it. So that I feel like that had potential, but after that it was sort. Of, I mean the other. Well, yeah, because it, oh, it's just shit. There's um, yeah, uh, I mean the the one oh, the, of course the, there's basically a budget Darth Vader in this film called Kylo Ren, and the first time we see him, he looks a bit cool, a little bit imposing. Not his um, his build wasn't as large as Darth Vader, so he wasn't necessarily as imposing as that way. He had a mask which was basically like a budget Darth Vader mask. Again, it didn't seem... It wasn't as creepy, uh, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, someone tried to shoot him with a lightsaber, and he he, he forced-held the blast in midair. Now, that was pretty shit-hot. Uh, stood around, said a bit of shit to someone before killing them, and then let, let, go, let the uh, lightsaber beam back on itself and killed the bloke who tried to kill him. I think that's what happened. It was a very long time ago I'd seen this film. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, from what I remember there's um there's a pilot called Poe who had information stored on a robot. <laughs> Ringing any bells anyone? think it was stored on yeah bb8 which was like a budget r2d2 <laughs> oh it's so crap oh 
mean, what's good about this film? Trying, I'm trying to think. They got back some of the original actors' characters in it. I mean, Han Solo was back in it. Spoiler alert. Uh, Ray ends up on his ship. He becomes like some father figure for whatever reason. Ray, oh, she's got the information for the. They want to keep from the first order. Oh, oh God! Is that, does this? If this, if I'm making this sound bad, I'm not doing it on purpose. It just is. Uh, yeah. So you got Kylo Ren, who's supposed to be like really intimidating and bad, and budget Darth Vader, and they capture that Poe pilot, like I was talking about, and they're sort of like slowly questioning him. And I do mean slowly. This isn't like you know. I mean, in A New Hope, when Darth Vader's questioning someone, he's got him up by the throat against the wall. You know. Uh, Poe, from what I remember, position was like on his knees on the floor, and Kylo Ren was asking him some questions, and he was coming up with some like snide replies and shit. Um, yeah, uh, Finn, while trying while while trying to escape from the thing, he he nicks it. Oh, yeah, he ends up in Poe's old ship, I think. And basically pretends to be him, pretends to be like some pilot person, lands on the planet with Ray. Is it Ray's on? Uh, essentially, they build up a, a friendship. Maybe something could happen, maybe it won't. Uh, they end up going to some weird bar. I, remember, I don't know if they met, I saw it before or after. It's a shit film. It really is. There's nothing memorable about it. Kylo Ren, who's supposed to be back. At one point, Rey gets kidnapped. Now, at no point in any way has she shown any interest or knowledge of the Force, right? But they've got her lie down on this thing, and she tells these... She's like, you will release these straps and let me go. And these two, like, budget stormtroopers... Uh, <laughs> you think you have some force over us, some power? She says it again. They get up and they let her go. It's like, oh, mate. So what? Oh, fuck me. You don't need to know anything about the force to be good with the force. Oh, it's, it's so shit. It's unbelievably shit. And when she escapes and they tell Kylo Ren, he throws a little hissy fit, starts lightsabering things within the vicinity oh and a word on his lightsaber i'll say i said earlier i i quite like me swords and stuff you know real ones and sabers lightsabers are pretty cool i talked about count dooku he's got a cool handle but then christopher lee they're going to give him a fucking cool lightsaber aren't they anyway the point yeah uh kylo ren's lightsaber as well as being having like you know the handle with the main thing he also has two bits at the bottom of the handle which like make the shape of a hilt now, the purpose of a hilt on a sword is to essentially, well, keep your, it's a good way to hold balance, so if you lose your grip, the hilt will land on your hand so you can re-grip. Or if someone goes to stab, you could, like, catch the blade within the hilt, um, catch your enemy's blade within the hilt and your blade. Or you could use the, the hilt as, like, if you're close enough but can't get a full swing on your sword, you could punch someone like in the face with the side of your hilt. Now, if your hilt is actually a plasma beam, there's more chance of you hurting yourself than there is anyone else. 
so yeah having oh god have yeah having a, having a light a lightsaber's uh beams on the hilt near the bottom end of your lightsaber like near the handle the bit that's closest to your in hand seems ridiculous so yeah so she she overpowers using the force she never knew she had uh, on these people and they let her go they tell Kylo Ren he throws a hissy fit he has someone he answers to by the name of Snoke who just looks like this weird uh, deformed thing uh, uh, CGI again again of course it's CGI and I'll say this film is so boring it's unbelievable um, uh, and, they're, and this is they're the proof of how bad of a Sith Kylo Ren is he has a standoff at one point with Rey and with Finn that pilot none of whom have had any lightsaber training whatsoever none at all whatsoever and they are both able to overpower him and kick his ass. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, what? What? That's that's the new Darth Vader? Who can just be overpowered like that? By anyone? Really? Shite. Right, well, I mean, well anyway, as I said, Leia and, and Han are back in this. Um, Leia's still doing some rebel things. Um, Han's pretty much still doing some space age pirate things. Uh, oh God! Well, anyway, long story short, spoiler alert. So I got to go through these films quick because they're bad, and also I have only seen them once. They are completely forgettable, except for the shit bits. There's nothing. There's nothing I can remember about these films that made me think that was really cool. There's nothing. Like I say, even the lightsaber scene was bullshit because Kylo Ren's fucking weak. Absolutely weak. You go from having, I mean, like I say, prequel-wise, okay, they weren't good. But come on, you had Darth Maul. And I won't take anything away from that film. You had Darth Maul. Now, the act, as I say, the actor playing the part of Darth Maul, legit martial artist, double-ended lightsaber, battles two Jedis at the same time, kills one of them, and like I say, visually, that guy looks the fucking bollocks. He really does. Um, as I say, uh, follower, Attack of the Clones, Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, come on, come on, fucking, fucking behave yourself. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. That is, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I wanted him to win. I'm so glad no one killed him in that. Even Yoda. I wouldn't have minded Obviously, I knew Yoda wasn't going to die, but then I saw Yoda lightsaber, Yoda lightsaber in fight and was like, oh, fuck off. I mean, even Christopher Lee's... Oh, Christopher Lee. Even Count Dooku says, sure, clearly this cannot be uh, decided by a lightsaber battle, but of our knowledge of the Force. And I'm thinking, good, why didn't they just say that at the beginning and ignore the hilarity of a CGI Yoda flipping him, fighting... No, come on. But anyway, Count fucking Dooku. Right. And then in Revenge of the Sith, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, all right, you had, you had Palpatine. 
you had Palpa fucking team. You had General Grievous. You had Count Dooku at the very beginning, killed him off far too quick, how dare they? Um, and then the the battle at the very end with um, Obi-Wan and Anakin, now Darth Vader. Fucking brilliant. And in this, you have this Kylo Ren, who is nothing. Ugh. Anyway, um, as well as being nothing, he's also actually uh, Leia and Han's son. Uh, so, isn't that nice? Um, as, as I said, anyway, at, at one point, for whatever reason, Finn and Rey end up on... end up with Han Solo on the Falcon. They fly from a couple of places. They have a couple of incidences with, where they're fighting with the Order. Um, oh, God, how boring. <laughs> Um, Kylo actually kills Han, uh, so people who aren't fans of Han or might like that. <laughs> um, God, Ray appears more upset than Chewbacca about it. No, that's not true. That's not true. Although when they tell L- uh, Leia about it, Leia is more sympathetic to Ray about it than she is to Chewie, which I'm not. I'm like, well, why is that, though? You've known Chewbacca longer than this Ray character. But anyway, I don't know. But, yeah, so... There's that. That's that's all I'm going to say about that pile of bollocks. Um, oh, at the very end, we do see Luke. Ray has this map to find Luke to give him his lightsaber. Or Darth Vader's lightsaber. Oh, oh, to give him a lightsaber. Uh, in some, like, planet. And that's how it ends. And it's a shite film. That's literally all the Luke screen time we get. We we see him for maybe a minute, if that, at the very fucking end. Anyway. And again, it's again, the, the, it's the same issue with the prequels. It's too long. It's too long. See, this is the thing. If, you don't, if you've only watched it once, and there's been nothing memorable, all you can remember is the shit bits. It's hard for your brain to work out. Surely, in all that time, there was something good? And it's like, well, if there was, it's been overpowered by the shit. <sighs> right, and then there's the last Jedi. <sighs> God. Okay, Luke, well, Luke is in this one, but what the fuck they done to his character? He is now some hermit. Like who's given up on the world. Uh, the idea was he was training Jedi at one point. I don't know, as I said, he was the last one left. But uh, while he was training, he I think he sensed something evil in uh, Kylo Ren and tried to, essentially tried to kill him, but couldn't. And, oh, it's just like, what did they do to Luke? He was such, as I said before, at the end of Return of the Jedi, he, well, throughout the trilogies, but at the end of Return of the Jedi, he was, in within himself, he was strong. He was balanced. He was willing to die rather than to turn to the darks. You know, he, you know he, as I said before, he had the upper hand on his father. It was kill your father and boom. Or, and become the darks. But he was like, never. I will never turn to the dark side. 
he would not give up and then they turn him into this just oh just pathetic pathetic it's like what it's like that's not the luke we know i mean yeah okay people say well you can't be like that people's characters can change yeah into a completely different fucking person though oh crap and uh it's just oh it's just wrong then it just made him look so weak and pathetic and oh i didn't like it at all uh, but anyway, but also, obviously Ray was there. She went to meet him, and uh, she is now there to train to be a Jedi. Because um, clearly, she had powers with the Force that she discovered in the other one, and he doesn't want to train her. Uh, I don't do that anymore. And uh, God, of course, of course, he does end up training her, um, and turns out she's like the best Jedi in the world ever. Uh, with little to no training. Oh God! See, and th- th- this is this is literally the all I'm. Re- I mean, yeah, I watched it once, but come on, how many times have you seen one film and you can remember so much of it? And you know why you remember so much of it? Because it was good. Uh, uh, and Poe, not not Poe, Finn, Finn, the pilot from the original one. You know, the the ex stormtrooper. Suddenly, he gets completely fucking forgotten about. It's like because I say at one point that I mean that was the thing that made me think, oh, that might be interesting. But like I said, still I I I've got no time for it because um, it didn't need anything else after Return of the Jedi, my opinion. Uh, but God no, this this film was crap. It's like when you it's like when you saw Luke, you knew something bad was happening. I mean, at one point, uh, they brung back, uh, he saw Force Yoda, and uh, I mean, yeah, it was CGI, but it was a CGI version, which looked very similar to Puppet Yoda from the original films. So Puppet Yoda, what, how we re- how I you'd remember him from Return of the Jedi. So I gave it that. I gave it that. And, um, no, is it? all about this film it's just forgetful it's a forgetful film and i think the problem is i say because these films are so long i will not i mean if they if it was like an hour and 40 minutes maybe i'd give it a crack i'd be like oh, all right you know but i mean this it's not even a guilty pleasure for me it's just a shit film <laughs> it's sort of, yeah because you have to think about these things you know you do you have to think about them it's like, well, if I'm going to watch this in, if, I, if I'm going to invest two plus hours of my life, and then I'm going to be like, I'm never going to get that back. <laughs> it's like, I could have spent them two plus hours playing the guitar, <laughs> you know, doing something, fun, watching a film I love, you know. Oh God, but yeah, it's that it's big pile of shit film. Uh, oh yeah, um, uh, Ray and uh, fucking Kylo, pathetic. They have some like mind connection moment, and there's a scene. You know, it's a whatever the fuck. She ends up on the ship where Kylo Ren is, and so is that Snoke character, who is uh, I, I don't know. 
oh, fuck, shit, he's just shit. And uh, they end up, instead of Kylo beating Rey, they end up teaming up for whatever fucking reason and uh, killing uh, Snoke. But then that makes no sense because it's like later on in the film, he's there, Kylo Ren ends up having a fight with um, Luke. But it's not real Luke, it's uh, oh, envisioned body. Oh, watch it at your peril. I mean, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. My opinion, my opinion, <laughs> your peril. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's it. Oh, and it turns out, you know, they 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 thought that Ray's parents obviously must have had some strong connection to the Force because, you know, she is so strong within the Force, and she goes into like this cave, and you just see a mirror, and she looks into a mirror. And all she sees is like just repeated versions of herself, and it turns out her parents did have they had nothing nothing strong in the force. She was she was born strong within the force. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to jump on that midichlorian fucking building her into super Jedi. I <laughs> just so shit. I don't know. People are probably say, I, I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and say I'm out of order, but. You know, as I said earlier, I don't care. People are allowed to have a difference of opinion, and uh, this is mine. <coughs> I'm trying to remember anything else about that film that stood out, and I don't think there is... <laughs> I don't think there's anything about that film that stands out now, looking back on it. Um, uh, th- that that uh, Poe, that uh, fighter pilot... He ends up with some having some standoff with uh, this this general who's on this ship with Leia. Uh, no, that's all I've got. I'm sorry, that that's all I've got for you. I can't think of there's nothing else outstanding about the Last Jedi that has. See, I haven't even got enough passion to hate it anymore. <laughs> Oh, it was, it's just a bad film. Right, there was one more made, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, at this point at juncture, both Luke and, from what I can remember, Leia are... Are they dead? I think they are. I think they die in that... Yeah. Um, God, what crap film. I can't even think about... But yeah, anyway, like I said, I haven't seen it, and there is one reason why I will not see it, other than, well, no, there's two reasons why I won't see it. One, if it's anything like The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, it'll it'll be, in my opinion, a big pile of steaming shite. Right? And the second reason, in this film, big, big spoiler alert coming up, uh, <laughs> Ray ends up fighting Palpatine at the end. That's right, Palpatine is still alive, somehow. So, not only <clears throat> are the Disney trilogy, in my opinion, shitting all over the original trilogy, they are in fact shitting all over the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, talking about Darth Vader. Because the idea from from the Phantom Menace, alright, this is our 
chronologically from the Phantom Menace they have said off the ock that Anakin uh, will is the chosen one to bring balance to the force <clears throat> obviously come revenge of the Sith he is now Darth Vader and he is an arsehole uh, Obi-Wan meets and pals up with Luke Skywalker he, he knows who he is because he delivered him to his aunt and uncle when he was a baby he knows he's pretty certain obviously there's Luke is strong within the force he he can do great things mate I'm not saying he thought at that moment he could bring balance to the force I'm not saying that but obviously he's thinking there's Luke is capable of great things trained him to the Jedi gets to the Jedi he's Jedi master return of the Jedi he's fighting with uh, Darth Vader refuses to kill him Emperor starts forcing force lightning him to death what does Darth Vader do flicks the switch the Darth Vader in him the Sithy bit in him fucks off and the father Anakin Skywalker comes back lifts up the Emperor throws him down that pit of oblivion and kills him so Anakin Darth Vader now Anakin well, it's always been the same fucking thing, really. Isn't it? So, Anakin has brought power, brought power, has brought balance to the Force. The downfall of the evil empire. Emperor dead. The light is now shining over the galaxy. There's a party on Endor. Bring your own bottle. And, and, and everything's wonderful. As I say, Disney come up, and apparently it didn't mean anything because they just got the they just got all together again, called it the First Order, and uh, Anakin's fucking grandson decides to be a what, fucking a weak Sith. Uh, God, but at the end of it, <clears throat> the Emperor was back anyway. So that so what not only can you just pour Return of the Jedi down the sink, you may as well get rid of the entire six fucking films. What? That's why I've not watched it. I have no intention of watching it. I never shall watch it. And again, I'm it's not even if it was like a short film, even if it was like, oh, come on, it's only an hour and a half long, I'll be like, no, 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 that's an hour and a half of pointlessness. You know, combine the other two films I've already watched of pointlessness. I'm not going to join it into another lot so that, God. Oh. I do believe, um, from what I've heard and seen on the net and whatnot, uh, Ray ends up killing the Emperor, even though he got killed fucking years prior by Darth Vader but obviously Darth Vader well Darth Vader now Anakin but Anakin wasn't good enough uh, oh it's bollocks isn't it <laughs> absolute bollocks well that is it that I'll say that's all I'm going to do Um, like I say I, I am obviously not the biggest Star Wars fan in the universe I'm not like um I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I have my nerdy Star Wars moments. You know, I, I watched the, uh, I watched the Battle for Endor quite recent, 
quite recently. I mean, uh, that was it. Has it as I say, it has its very bad moments, which is most of the film. Uh, the Ewoks aren't as cute as they were in the other thing. I don't know if they had a, if they just went budget on their costumes. Some of them looked good. Some of them looked bad. Obviously, Wicket is one of the Ewoks. He's talking in the, that film, Battle for Rendor, and his face does look really fucking creepy. <laughs> I don't know if that's because they've had to like, you know, fuck about with a mask a bit because obviously, say his mouth would move while he was talking. But his eyes look bigger than they were in the other Ewok films. Or the other Ewok. Uh, in Return of the Jedi, rather. But, no, I, I am, as I say, I'm a big fan of the original three. Uh, I'm I'm not keen on the prequels, but I see... I, was, I can see why they done them. The, the length of time it took them to do them. That's what makes me feel like, as I said before, they were just... Maybe they were just done for money. Maybe they were done to shut the fans up. Maybe they were done for a mixture of both. Um, <clears throat> the selling of uh, Star Wars onto Disney. Oh, so uh, there was nothing for Disney to do though. That's the only thing that really irritated me. I thought maybe you know maybe they could have done more things with Ewoks. Yeah, again, <laughs> or maybe them films just didn't tank. Maybe them films tanked so bad they just thought, no, let's not do that. Well, maybe they could have gone into the. I don't know, what I, I don't, what I would have done if I had to do anything was I would have gone into backstories of previous characters. Imagine finding out about Count Dooku when he was younger, when he was in fact a Jedi. Could have been cool. Could have been cool. But, but then again, I don't know what they've done on the animated stuff. Uh, maybe they covered that, maybe they didn't. Um, I mean, I've heard whispers of them doing maybe an Obi-Wan Origins thing. Uh, I haven't seen it. I know there was a Han Solo film they'd done, like an Origin-y type thing, which apparently was a load of shite. <laughs> Disney and Star Wars. I think it might have been. <laughs> But um, no, I think I think sometimes you've just got to stop flogging the horse, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, there you go. That's my that's my little praise rant and tie rant on on the Dis on Disney film on Star Disney on the Star Wars films. Um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope one or two of you have had a chuckle about it. I hope I haven't caused too much uproar in the house. If you di if you disagree, <laughs> like, I, like I said before, don't that don't be an arsehole about it. If you don't like what I've said, fine, but don't don't be leaving a load of hate because you know it's <laughs> what's the fucking point? Well, I'll say it again. It would be a boring place if we all agreed with each other, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, that's the lot for me. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, next one, um, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I might think about another film franchise I can ramp through. Um, with a little bit more, little bit more glee than what I've done here. But obviously, it can be funny sometimes just to hear someone tear stuff apart, can't it? <laughs> all right. Anyway, well that's the lot, and I'll see you all later. Ta-da. <laughs>